Okay, so I woke up today and like it seemed like every single day I wake up here, I'm really plotting on like just never waking up here again. And like I just remember one day, it was like I believe last week, I woke up and it was this feeling like, you know, it was just a feeling where it's like, you know, I don't even know how to explain it, but it, it definitely felt like, you know, it was just like nothing there. Like, no, no, you don't have a cloud. You don't have a, you know, and I don't, I don't do anything for cloud, but you don't have, you know, like you're like, kind of like you're nobody, like you're nobody, just a feeling like I was nobody or whatever. And then different things about me that are a part of me, that are me, without, regardless of what somebody else thinks that's going to be me, whether they're here or not. And the thing about it is, I notice that they want to be here as long as this part of me is here, since they noticed it as if it, you know, showed up when they showed up. But in reality, you know, I feel like they know just as well as I do, if whether they're here or not, it's going to be here. So they're making sure that they are here, you know, so that they don't miss nothing. And that right there, I feel like it's an admission that, you know, you already know who I am. You know who I'm going to be regardless of you here or not. And you don't, you know, you so obsessed with what, what you think I'm capable of or just who you, I don't know. You so obsessed with my mindset and, and just where I'm going to be or what I'm going to do with it that you don't want to miss a thing. You don't want to go. And it's so frustrating to me because I'm just like, go. Can you just go? But it's like, at the same time, I got to realize, like, God is doing this for a reason. Because God, you know, everything that God was showing me before now, everything that God was, you know, putting on my path for me to learn about. And this just be something so obvious. Like, some people go their whole life, even though they have a relationship with God, not even making it this far. Not even knowing that this kind of stuff is out here existing. Like, it's people who, in church every Sunday... And they'll never, you know, actually be face-to-face -face with the devil. They'll never actually meet him because they're not a threat to him. Even though they be in church every Sunday, even though they call themselves Christian, even though they know the Bible front to back, they're not a threat to God. Because I mean, they're not a threat to Satan because they're not really pressing on to God like they should be. Like... You're reading the Bible, you know the Bible, you know it, but are you really applying it to your life? Are you do you really care? Do you do you care to know what God meant? Do you care to know God's character? Like, well, I don't even want to say that. Like they know all this stuff. Or I don't I can't speak from their perspective, but pretty much they can they they read the Bible, they know the word, and they not getting nothing out of it. They're not getting nothing out of it. They're not growing. Nobody's trying to stop them. There's no demons trying to stop them from reading their Bible every day. There's no, you know, no spiritual warfare for them because they're not a threat to God. They're stagnant. They're not going anywhere. And not a threat to God, excuse me, not a threat to Satan. And they're not pressing on to God. Satan wants somebody who's a threat. He wants somebody who God, you know, is... You know, you're that's excuse me, building a rapport with God, growing, growing in God. God is giving them more and more power. 
the more that they learn, the more that they know, the more that they figure out God is there doing so much more in their lives. He's actually, you know, teaching them what that meant, giving them more information when they learn. And the more that they do this, the more that they pray, the more that they learn, you know, you know, the further that they go with God, the more power he gives them, the closer they get to, you know, righteousness, real righteousness, real holiness. Holiness, Holy means to be set apart. Real holiness, real salvation. People read the Bible every single day or they just go to church every Sunday or they're in the church every day. And it still don't matter because they feel like just being in church, that's, that's enough. You don't actually have to care about the words in the Bible. You don't actually have to want this truth. For them, it's just to put on a show for other people, seeking validation for this world. And the Lord said, the Lord said, you know, the people who put on a show, the people who are, who, who say long prayers when other people are looking, they don't mean it. All of this stuff that people are doing, they have the reward. That's the reward. That's all you're getting out of it. So pretty much what I'm trying to say is like, you know, you got to be, when you in a, when you in the Lord's Bible, when you in God's word, you got to be applying that to your life. You got to be, even if you're not applying it right now, even if you can't do everything right now, you got to be having plans for the future to someday be that person, to be doing that right, to somehow get as right as you possibly can. No matter what it takes. Because you've experienced God's love and his love is like no other. So you don't you would never trade that in for nothing else. And that's that's what you plan on making your life about. That's how you plan on your life being for you know, how going forward. It gotta be a shift. It gotta be a shift. You gotta be shifting out of who you was. Some people read the Bible every day, go to church every Sunday, and they never change. You wonder how people be in church for 40-some years every Sunday, and they never changed. They never got anywhere. They never made a difference. You might say, yeah, they give a little, or they seems like they participate in the community things or whatever, but they don't have the Spirit of God. Why don't they have the Spirit of God? Because they're not trying. I used to try and make excuses for, like, maybe, you know, maybe I just can't see it. Or maybe I need to, I would, I would have to understand, like, because I wasn't going to church every Sunday. So maybe if I go to church every Sunday, I would see, under, understand better why, you know, their life is like that. Why their life is stagnant. Because maybe mine would be too, and then maybe I could speak from their shoe. I could speak from their position. But no, like God told me, you know, just because they in church every Sunday, just because they read their Bible, just because it look like they are just godly person doesn't mean that's who they are on the inside. They're not trying. Simply, they're not trying. Like, and it's kind of hard to ignore God when you read in his word. It's kind of hard not to be in that. It's kind of hard not to, you know, soak in that truth and allow it to transform you. That's I feel like that's hard to do. But other people may not see it like that. Other people are like, you know, I never picked up this Bible to actually change. I picked up this Bible to look like, you know, a good person. To a, You know, people, I remember in my in the beginning stages of me, like, really diving, delving into, you know, reading the Bible and just this journey with God. It wasn't the beginning stages, really, but, like, it felt like the beginning stages of, like, just this, this journey, this mission. 
people would be like, you know, you cute. You don't have to really care about those word, the word of God. You cute. You don't have to really, you know, be changing. You could just, you know, use that to get you a husband. That's it. Like, ain't that what you want? That ain't that why you read the Bible? Don't you read the Bible so you know a guy can see you and say, "Oh my gosh, she read her Bible. I'm about to marry her. She's a wife." You don't read that Bible to really, you know, change. You don't read that Bible to really, you know, soak in the truth. You don't take that serious. Like, what do you mean? I never, like, <laughs> like first of all, it's like it's kind of hard to read the Bible and not have no fear of God. Like, how can you read the Bible and whether you, you know, intended on actually changing or not, after reading those words, hearing the kind of God we serve, reading about the kind of God we serve, not having fear that, you know, he sees me. He knows everything that I'm doing. And I'm reading this Bible just to look good for somebody else so that they can marry me. And I don't really care about God. Like, I don't think that that's going to somehow manifest and, you know, hurt something in my life going forward. Like, if you read a Bible and you never meant it and you trick, you, you use God for a front to get anything in life and you don't really mean it, Later on, whatever it is you got, it's not going to be nothing that you thought you wanted. Because that's of Satan. Like, I can't, I can't imagine using the Bible as a front to get a husband. What kind of husband would I have? What kind of marriage would I have? It wouldn't be, I don't think it would be a happy one. And if you can find happiness in a marriage like that, that's probably scary. Because what kind of man did you marry? You ain't no good person, so... Did you marry a good person? Is that possible? But it's scary either way because you could have married a good person, but you're not. So it's sad, you know, that like I remember, I just remember people being like, you know, I know you just want to, you just want, you just want to find a husband. And if you want to find a husband, you ain't got to even do this much. You don't even have to show up to, to in the Bible this much. I know you just want to, you know, look good for a dude. I know you just want to look like you good. I know you just want to put on a good girlfriend. Trust me, girls, you know, let me show you, you ain't even got to do that much. Like, girls do way less. Just to look like they're a good person. Just to look like they really for God. And they get that. But I, I'm like, exactly. They do way less. Just to look like that. And they got that. So, I'm still here. So, clearly, it's not about what it look like. But that, you know, that didn't click to them because they want to believe that. Not even they want to believe that. I think I, I, at the time I battled with whether they wanted to believe that or whether that they never seen that before. And you really never seen nobody really read the Bible for God? I, I must got this whole, you know, Christianity thing backwards. Because even God said that. Even God said that. God said, I said to God, God, I'm so grateful that you, you know, I'm I'm just so grateful to be able to learn from you. I'm so grateful to be able to soak up this truth, this truth and this knowledge. So, you know, I'm, I know I'm not, you know, the people who go to church every Sunday. I haven't been to church in years. I know I'm not the people who know the, the Bible front to back who can quote, you know, verse, chapter, chapter and verse. I know I'm not, you know, super giving to my community. I'm not always somewhere where, 
you know, it's it's about giving and everything else. Like I'm, I know I'm a lot of times so selfish. I'm only I'm only thinking about receiving. But God, I just thank you for this opportunity just to learn from you, just to read your word, just to grow. And God said to me, No, 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 don't think that. Don't think like that. He said, What you need to understand is a lot of people, it's a lot of people who are not even as far as you are. Don't don't put yourself you know, all the way in the back. Don't automatically assume yourself to be less because it's so many people who they look like they are doing so much. They're in the front of the church every Sunday. They they carry the Bibles everywhere they go. They always listen to the gospel. They seemingly look like they are living their lives for me and they are nowhere even near where you are. They are not what they look like. It's not what it looked like. It's much less people actually dedicating their lives than, you know, people who, you know, just look like it or what it seems. And the thing about it is, you know, he's like, you reading your Bible every day and you actually applying it every day or trying to apply it every day, trying to learn every day. That's a lot more than somebody who go to church on Sundays only. And then every other day of the week, they're not even thinking about me. And I was just like, but yes, yes, but still they go to church. And that's that's something that I had been taught. I didn't say that, I didn't say that like God was wrong, but I pretty much was just like, but yeah, but still I thought. And like, you know, even though God is like, yeah, but you don't, it's not what you think. But the thing is, though. I just remember, you know, being taught, like, at least, not even being taught. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get taught this, but it's like, it all, I always hear this from people who, who go to church. At least I go to church, though. At least I go to church every Sunday. Or you'll hear from people, but they in church every Sunday, so, you know, they blessed. You know, and that's always the excuse, because they're in church every Sunday, because they, you know, carry the Bible, because they are looking like they're righteous and holy, you know, then they get points for that. No, you don't get no points for just being there. You don't get no points for just looking like, you know, you're you're doing what you're supposed to do. If you could just look like you're doing what you're supposed to do and that really gets you into heaven, then everybody will be going. Because everybody's sitting up here worried about other people. A lot of times people will fear, you know, being exposed to this world before they they fear being exposed to God. Which, why you think it's so many secrets? You can't keep a secret from God, but you're more concerned about that secret being exposed in this world. So that means, if anything, you was really fearing the consequences of what you did, you wouldn't have to hide it or, or cover it up. You would never have done it. Because you can't hide or cover nothing up to God. So that's that alone is a, you know, a telltale sign that people really do not care a lot of times they just don't fear the lord a lot of times they just don't fear him like because your conscience should have kept you from doing that not your fear of being exposed these people whatever it is they do to you here is nothing compared to what god can do to you it's a fearful things that fall in the hand of the living god and there's no fear of God here because if you go to church every Sunday, you putting on a show for these people and the whole time, you know, that's not who you are. 
you don't really care about God, a lot of times pastors don't even believe in him. They preach his word every Sunday. Don't even believe in him. And, you know, that right there, that's a lack of fear of God. Fear is the beginning of wisdom. Fear of God is the, not fear, excuse me. Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So, I just felt like when I woke up this day, I felt like I had been stripped of just every, like all of the meaningful things. Like not all of it, but just... Anything that's meaningful to me, which is my relationship with God, where I stand with him and how I try and apply his word and his knowledge and his truth to my life every day. Like it's, it's become a armor. It's become a shield of armor. It's become a, you know, a whole mindset. When you strip it, life just don't look the same. It looks boring. It looks bland. I used to smoke weed to make my life look more interesting. And, you know, it's it put, the Bible for me became so much more than weed ever could do for me. And now that I don't smoke weed anymore, not even weed could replace, you know, what I would lose if I didn't have this armor of protection of God and this truth, you know, guiding me every day. Not even weed could replace. I could pick, I could put the Bible down right now. And go smoke all the weed I want in my in the world every single day for the rest of my life, and it would never do a thing. But that should be that should go without saying. But this is just, you know, just I feel like this is an explanation of my mindset. It's not that way anymore, but where I've come from in my mindset, where I'm going in my mindset. So it's just like I woke up one day and it felt like I was stripped of all of that. I was stripped of my relationship with God I was not not stripped of it he was still there I know what it feels like for him not to be there but I have been stripped of everything meaningful which is my fight my fight to be better in the future my fight to be a better person one day my fight to embody all these different things that I'm reading in this bible my fight to one day be holy and righteous as possible my fight to one day be the person that God sees me being. My fight to be as close to him as possible. My fight to never leave his presence. My fight to be, you know, someday, it's a it's an everyday fight. You never stop fighting, but someday I want to be where I'm sure of him. I am sure of him, but maybe I'm just not sure of myself. One day I'm I'm fighting to get closer to being sure, more sure. I know what I'm fighting for. I know what I'm fighting towards. But, you know, I may not know the how, like how I'm going to get there, what it's going to take. You know, I just know that God is, as long as I'm with God, I'm fighting to get closer. And it seemed like all of that meaningful, all of that shield, that that armor of protection, all of that had just been stripped and, and lifted from me. And they felt like they was doing me a favor. And they're like, you know, Go just go you know because as long as and I'm and this is battling spiritual warfare so you're wondering who is they these witches these demons these wizards these warlocks these sorcerers and you might not think believe this stuff is real but if you don't believe this stuff is real you don't know this stuff is real either one day you will or you need to worry that worry about that because if they don't see you as a threat then where are you going 
the devil doesn't see nobody who's never making it out of his clutches or from underneath his rule as a threat. You're not a threat to him. You're only a threat when you're coming out and you had the potential to take other people with you. So, and you, you may say, well, what do you mean coming out? I thought you were with God. Well, you have sinned before. And he can operate in any area of your life that, you know, you have sinned in. So that's why coming out, coming out of your sin. So it felt so, I felt so empty and like almost naked and just, it felt sad. It was sad because like, I was just like, I feel like nothing. I feel like I'm, I'm nothing without God. So I felt like nothing. And immediately they're like, they they gave the impression that they were doing me a favor, but they didn't really fully say that because they knew for one, I, this is my choice. And for two, you know, they, they know they're not doing me a favor and more like, you know, you're, they're not doing me a favor. They know they're not doing me a favor, but also, you know, they're offended. They're offended by my armor. They're feel you're they're offended by my position. They're offended by this mindset, this protection, this knowledge, this truth, this love that God has given me this power. They're offended, you know, because the only thing they can do is hold it for a second. They can't ever take it. They can just hold it for a second and say, here, do you not want it? And then if you say you don't want it and you're okay without it, then that's when they walk off with it because you gave it to them. They never took anything. But the thing about it is they know the second that you are without it, there's no way you're leaving without it. No way. So they only holding it for a second. And imagine, you know, holding something so beautiful and then not ever being not ever having a chance to be yours. But you know the good thing is you can have your own. But I I feel like they knew exact uh, immediately that I was never gonna let that happen. Like they had they had seconds probably to be given that back. So this I feel like this removal of my armor and my mindset and my future and my love, the love of God, the power, this power that God had been instilling in me with every threshold I crossed with every challenge, with every test that I had passed, with every challenge that I was, you know, accepting and winning, with everything I've learned, everything I'm getting built up, I'm being built up. And to take that, you know, there's no way, there's no way you're going to be able to take that. Like, it's, it's who I am now. If I let you take that, I'm letting you take away who I am. So... The thing was, like, I just, I I woke up to it and I, I felt it. I felt the, just the, the shift. And then that's when, you know, they're like, you can go. You can go without it. And I'm like, no. And they try to make, they try to make it seem like I have a choice. But I'm like, you must think. I'm dumb because it's like whether you say I have a choice or not, like we're gonna have to see about that because I'm about to fight for that. Like you're giving that, you're giving that back. 
and like they're like okay well and then i remember them bargaining with me for a second all this has happened in the span of seconds they're bargaining with me for a second like you know because right now i'm in spiritual i'm in spiritual warfare where i'm like i'm being attacked by witches constantly you know it's all these different you know things that are being hindered and you know held back from me for example like i can't hardly do anything in this world without them threatening to you know it's a power struggle it's a tug of war where it's like you know if you want to do this then you have to give that if you want to get this you won't have to give that and they're talking about this power that god has given me i don't have to give you anything and the entitlement bugs me but i but and i don't even feel like i should have to fight them but you know this is assignment that god has given me so you know, I feel like everything happens for a reason. I genu- I genuinely feel like I shouldn't have to fight them. I genuinely feel like this is not right. And I, I almost feel like God is agreeing with me. You don't have to fight them. You shouldn't have to fight them. This isn't right, but it is happening. So, you know, I can't say that this is not what God wants, you know, because God can do anything. He's He's capable of anything. So if he's allowing me to fight this fight, it's for a reason. So, well, that doesn't mean that's what he wants. But what I'm saying is God is in control of everything. So, I'm feeling like, you know, nah, I'm going to need that back. And you know I'm about to, like, I'm going to give you a couple seconds to just hand it to me. Because you know I'm about to take that back. And they're like, well... You know, it's either you can stay without it and we leave you alone or you can take it back and we know and we never leave you alone. I'm like, okay, well, then you just not going to never leave me alone. So at that moment, I decided they like, well, we're going to keep making it worse and it's never going to get no easy for you, easier for you. And all of this, you know, all of this stress you're going through every single day, everything you're going through, all these things that are affected is not going to stop. It's not going to change. And I'm just like, we're going to see about that. Because you're not taking that. So I take it back. I take it back. And that's when, you know, immediately they start back up again. Okay, well, I guess we're just going to keep going. And, of course, it's high stress. Of course, it's a lot of pressure. You know, for a second, you know, if you know they had actually, you know, backed off me they weren't far they were still there but they had backed off of me and you know if you're under this much pressure for this long it's been going on two years now if you're under this much pressure 24 7 all day every day for this long of course you would be like you know i'm not gonna lie like it it would be it would definitely be you know refreshing for this to just end for me not to have to keep going back and forth with you for just to keep being a tug of war with you of course who wants to keep doing this all day like i just want to read my bible i just want to you know praise the lord i just want to worship god i just want to grow in him that's all i want to do that's it like you know no i don't want to have to fight you to do it no every single time i read my bible i don't want to have to keep arguing with you it's amazing how you know I feel like I'm arguing with 150 people at once all the time. They have so much energy 
where like it's all of them and even if one of them runs out you have to fight the next person you know what i've always thought was super interesting the good fighters really good fighters they have to fight everybody and everybody's running up with you know 100 percent energy but they have to keep fighting each and every single person like they have you know with the rest of the energy they have from the last fight and this person is running up with a hundred percent they haven't fought yet no one but you have gotten done fighting however many people before them so you're using the leftover reserve energy you have and they're you know starting fresh so i always thought that was interesting and that's what i feel like i'm doing 24 7. like i'm fighting hundreds of you know different demons and different dark powers, principalities and powers of darkness all day, every day. And I have help. I can't say that I don't have help, but it just feels like a lot of the times, you know, I don't know, maybe it's because it's my fight or maybe it's because I'm a good fighter. You know, I'm having to take on most of this fight. I don't, I don't blame anybody else for not taking on most of this fight. You know, I hate that some days I do want to, but that's out of distress. But in reality, you know, God is really taking on most of this fight. He really is. You know, I'm a vessel that he's, you know, putting power into in order to overcome these things. Oftentimes, I just don't feel like, you know, not, it feels it's tiring. I, I, it's not that I don't feel like anything. It's just it's tiring. So. You know, I just immediately start feeling myself fighting a hundred hundreds of people again over and over all day, every day. And it never stops. And I just have to get used to that. I have to get used to that until the fight is over. And you don't ever get used to it because Satan is not going to let you get used to it because he is such a hater. He's such a hater. He don't want you to, you know, grow in God. He don't want God to have you who loves him for him. Like maybe if you were, you know, fake Maybe if you were, you know, actually just doing this for the glory of man or whatever. And even still, like, he don't want God to have nothing. Say he don't want God to have nobody, not one person. So, you know, it's stressful. It's just so stressful. But I couldn't, I couldn't go on like that. Pretty much the, the proposition was you go on like that without it, you know, and leave without Whatever it is, or, you know, you, we keep fighting you, and you don't know if you'll win. And I'm just like, well, then we'll have to keep fighting. So every single time, the reason me bringing this up is because every single day I wake up, I think about that. I think about the fact that, you know, what it feels like without it, why it's worth the fight. And another thing, you know, that that's what they're after. As much as they try and lie and make it seem like it's about anything else. Every day they try and bring up a new excuse for what it's really about. And that's what the, what that's what it's really about. It's Satan. Behind it all is Satan. Every issue, every hindrance, every roadblock, every delay, every setback is Satan. It's not what they say it is. They say it's because it is. They say it's because you can't get a house with your credit score. You can't get a job. It's your resume. You can't, you know, get a loan. It's your credit history. Whatever. It's none of that. It's never that. And I'm sure a lot of people be like, I don't know, you know, because just things you can do. And I'm telling you, it's none of that. Because 
when you know that Satan is deliberately creating setbacks and hindrances in your life, yes, there's things you can do to try harder and fight harder and fight your way out of it. But that doesn't mean that, you know, it's not they it's not deliberately made harder because of who you are. Somebody else would have gotten that. Somebody else would have gotten that done by now. Somebody else somebody else would have made it, you know, a little bit further by now. But for me, I have to fight harder. I'm fighting everything. I'm not just fighting whatever issue it is. I'm not just fighting whatever, you know, is needed to get this done. I'm also fighting all of these different powers, principalities, and powers of darkness in the heavenly realms that's sent to stop me, to delay me, to set, to hinder me. Because the further I get ahead, the more that I grow, the stronger that I am in God. It's easier to keep me, you know, held back. It's easier to keep me unhappy. It's easier to keep me from having things that I want and need in this world. Because you know that I'll be asking God, why? Why can't I have these things? Why aren't these things working out for me? And so you're you're keeping these things from me so that I can always still doubt him. You're hoping not always doubt him. I don't doubt him, but you're you're hoping that it'll create doubt, it'll it'll create rifts in my relationship with him. You're hoping that it will keep me upset at him. You're hoping that one day it'll make me give up on him. So it's a fight. It's not about what it is, it's not about what is needed. If it was just about paperwork, I can handle paperwork. If it was just about, you know, some credit history, I can handle credit history. If it was just about, you know, just simple things to get simple things done, I can handle that. It's not about that. It's about spiritual warfare. It's about everywhere I go, everything that I do, everything that I am is being fought in every way possible every day. It's a mental battle. It's a spiritual battle, as well as it being brought into this world and being a flesh battle. It's not a flesh battle for me, but Satan loves to make it a flesh and blood battle because he knows that we don't fight in flesh. We don't fight in blood. So he's fighting you with flesh and blood because he wants to he wants you to bring it into a flesh, into a flesh. He wants you to fight carnally minded because as long as you're fighting spiritually minded, you are getting so far ahead. You are winning. So I have to remind, I think about this. I'm reminded and I think about this a lot. Just, you know, how a lot of times I am, um, a lot of times I'm, 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 I'm being convinced I'm being lied to by these witches, these demons, these dark powers that, it's something else. It's about something else. It's not about this. It's not about that. It's not It's not Satan. It's just because of this. It's just because of that. It's because I don't like you. Or it's because, you know, you don't do this. Or it's because you're not that. And it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You want to know how I know? It's, this is not even how I know. But I'm sure somebody out here right now who's exactly the things that you say you don't like. Or the things that you say it's about. But you're not bothering them. You're not bothering them because they're not who, you know, I am to God. You're not bothering them because they don't have that anointing. You don't just not like me for no reason. You're jealous. You're jealous of the anointing. You're jealous of the power. You're jealous of the grace. People, not people, but these powers are always obsessed with 
you know, knocking you down a size. Because God has built you up so much, they hate it. They hate how, you know, how merciful, how gracious God has been to you. They hate how much of a blessing you have received from him. They hate the anointing that you have on your life. It's so obvious. It can't be ignored. So I'm not just battling, you know, whatever it looks like. When you see me and I don't have a job, I'm not just battling the fact that I can't get a job. How many jobs are out here? How many jobs are really out here that's that's easily accessible? I'm not just battling that. When you see... You know, that, you know, I can't get approved for, you know, because of my credit. I'm not just battling bad credit. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's meant credit to, I know credit can be a bad thing or a hard thing to, you know, get together. But it's, it's more about, you know, that spiritual battle. It's really more about that spiritual battle. It's like, it's different things. I'm using these small things as examples because these are not the real big things that I really focus on daily. Main thing what I focus on daily is God, is God. But Satan noticed that he can't, you know, as much as he wants to destroy this relationship with God that I have, he can't get to that as much as he wants to. So he she tries to affect everything else in my life that I might otherwise need. And I know that behind everything, God is in control of everything. So that must mean that God is only allowing this because there's something in it that I need to know about. Like, maybe this means that I need to forget about everything else and only focus on him. Of course, I know that, you know, don't care about, you know, anything else in this world. Just focus on God and what's in the spirit and move forward. And then once you have conquered that, everything else will fall into place. Of course, I know. I'm not rushing anything. It's just the frustration. It's frustrating. You know, That if it were that simple, I probably, you know, I, I would be fine. If it were that simple, I'd be fine. But it's not that simple. It's It's a constant tug of war. It's like, look, you need this done. You need that done. You're not going to be able to focus on God. Without getting this done, you're not going to be able to focus on God without doing this. Like things are, you know, like small fires are being, you know, lit all around me where I'm having to run and put out all these small fires to keep from everything burning down around me. But I still have to focus on God. And who is like me, small fires? Satan. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but this is just. Just a explanation of just kind of how things how things are really going, how things seem to be going, not even seem to be going they're they're really going, and never in my life have I seen you know witchcraft actually be so boldly manifested, usually they try and hide usually Satan is hiding, usually he is trying to you know blend in usually. He is, you know, just blending, you know. And you know, he's not he's not hiding, he's not shy anymore. And that tells me exactly what I need to know that this is very big. 
what's what's happening, what's coming is is something that's very big that's that's on its way. This is going to be my breakthrough. This is my breakthrough. Once it's done, it's done. Once I've done it, nobody can take it back. But it has been such a long fight. So you're hearing from me this fight and how what it has been for me.